Illegal immigrants are finding refuge from federal deportation in at least 20 sanctuary cities and counties in the state of California. But how about sanctuary cities and counties for churches? It's a new idea advanced by our next guest, San Luis Obispo County District Attorney Dan Dow. Dan, thanks for joining us. You've declared your county a sanctuary county for churches. Why and how does it work? That's right. Well, first of all, uh, since the coronavirus pandemic, our governor and our Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation has released tens of thousands of state prisons uh, inmates uh, because we're afraid that they may contract the coronavirus. Um, while doing that, they've also now made it a crime by making it a misdemeanor for people to sing in their houses of worship. Um, I think that's the definition of insanity, to be letting people out of state prison for very violent offenses while we're punishing law-abiding citizens for exercising their faith and practicing their religion. And also, I understand there are limits on the number of people allowed in homes, which definitely affects uh, life groups, Bible studies, that kind of thing, right? That's right. There's a general prohibition from having meetings indoors in homes or in other locations, uh, 10 or more. And so um, it absolutely does also put a restriction on people of, for any reason wanting to get together, but especially uh, important for those people of faith that want to gather in a house church or in a, uh, in a small group setting. I'm sure, Dan, some critics are saying, oh, sanctuary counties for illegal immigrants are not okay with you, but sanctuary churches are. What kind of response have you gotten from people in your county? Well, as uh, you may know, and the public needs to know, is every district attorney, at least in California, has what we call prosecutorial discretion. We have an obligation to only go forward on cases that we can prove beyond a reasonable doubt, and also that they would be in the interest of justice. Um, I, as I alluded to earlier, I strongly feel that it would be against the interest of justice for us to punish criminally citizens choosing to worship God or their whatever religion they have um, at a time when we're going through a pandemic. I mean, if anything, we need people to spend more time in their faith um, seeking help from the Almighty uh, to answer this coronavirus and to protect our, our communities and our nation. And what are the people in the churches telling you? Are, are many of them gathering anyway, or what's happening there? You know, there's, there's a whole uh, broad spectrum of what's happening. There are those that are still continuing to meet. Um, most of those that I've heard are doing their best to encourage distancing, having, you know, they're not packing out the rows and the pews, they're separating. Uh, they all have uh, hand sanitation uh, liquids there, gels, and uh, some are wearing masks in some services. A lot of churches are meeting outdoors, which is what my, my personal uh, church is doing. We're meeting in the pastor's backyard. Uh, we've had large attendances there, and um, so that's been one way that we've dealt with it. But I just want to make it clear that um, you know this law, whether it was intended to punish churches, it did, it, people of faith, by regulating um, the way that they practice their faith. And our First Amendment to the United States Constitution says um, that Congress shall make no law, and it applies to the states, no law to either respect a particular religion and require that someone follow that or prohibit the free exercise of religion. This clearly is prohibiting the free exercise of religion. And as the district attorney, my charge is to protect the citizens, uh, both from law violators, but also from uh, laws that overreach. And in this case, I believe this was an overreach that I'm not willing to uh, support and prosecute in my county.
And, and that isn't even really a law, is it? It's just an executive order or a gubernatorial decree? Well, it's it's a uh, it's a order, and our California law says that it's a misdemeanor, uh, punishable as a misdemeanor offense to violate any orders that are given by the health director, um, or in this case, the uh, the governor really is directing the health director to issue these these orders. And what are the chances that Governor Newsom, the the state attorney general, or some disgruntled citizen, uh, may challenge the sanctuary church declaration in court? Well, the district attorney has the uh, complete authority to bring all criminal charges in California um, within my jurisdiction of the county. The attorney general um, can, at his discretion, come in and, and uh, choose to prosecute cases that we do not go forward on. Uh, but if the attorney general was interested in doing that to prosecute people for attending a church and singing, um, I think we've got bigger issues. And I, I don't foresee the attorney general doing that, although it would be within his power to come in and, and uh, enforce this if he wishes to do so. And finally, Dan, so what is the message to your governor and the governors of other states who continue to restrict church worship and singing? My message is, is that while it's important that we protect our, the health and well-being of our citizens, we need to encourage people of faith, no matter what their faith is, to come together uh, to pray for our, our communities, to pray for an end to the coronavirus. And we cannot let um, our desire for health and safety to trump or violate uh, the rights that we are all guaranteed under the Constitution. Our nation exists today because the Founding Fathers came here for exactly this, that is the freedom to worship in any way they saw fit without the government getting involved and interfering with that. And I think that's the biggest message that um, that I want the governor to hear, that he needs to very carefully tailor his orders and the health, order, health orders from the health department uh, to avoid any kind of discrimination against religious freedom. Okay, San Luis Obispo County District Attorney Dan Dow, thanks for sharing your time and your insights. Thank you, Gary.